0: Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey.
1: ladies and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. Joining me this week is a friend of mine and a friend of many of yours, Nikki Tibbetts. And Nikki and her husband actually live in Rockford, Illinois and serve at First Baptist McChesney Park. Hey Nikki, thanks for being with us. Oh, hi. Thanks for having me. I got excited when you said, yes, I'll let you record. I'll be your host. So ladies, the reason I invited Nikki, there's a lot of reasons. But the reason I ask you, Nikki, specifically is I passed cross paths with your husband, um, Pastor um, Heath, this past fall at the IBSA annual meeting, and he had shared a little bit about your most recent venture, how a school had reached out to you. And that's, that's really where I want us to go um, in, in our conversation today, because I know you've homeschooled and I know that season sort of come to an end and transition out, but there's a lot of our women that are homeschooling and they're part of that environment. So I want to unpack a little bit about that today. But before we do, tell them a little bit about Nikki, because a lot of people don't have the privilege of knowing you. So introduce us to you.
0: Oh, okay, well, um, as you said, my name is Nikki. Heath and I have been married for 21 years, and we have served churches in Missouri, Arkansas, Pennsylvania, and now Illinois. And we have been serving here at First Baptist for seven years now. And in that time, as you said, we've I've homeschooled the whole way through because as you can probably tell by our ministry resume, we've been pretty transient, you know, through the years of seminary and our first couple of churches and So we've put down roots here and raised our kids and sent one to college this year and one off to the army this year. Mm -hmm. And we currently have a daughter who's a sophomore in high school learning to drive. We'll be celebrating her 16th birthday at the end of this month. So, you know, just a lot of transitions and transitions are hard, Mm -hmm. Um, but, you know, our faith can really grow through these seasons. And you really find out that if your identity is rooted in Christ, that's, foundation so that's a little bit about me married to a minister involved in ministry homeschooling kids and i love i love teaching and i love discipleship and homeschooling was a great way for me to take advantage of those gifts the lord has given
1: you just said something that's the other thing i love about you and you just you just know that when you said and i love discipling that's what um i just watch how you and pastor Um, you know, do your discipleship pathways at the church. And that has always been intriguing because I've watched you steadily grow. You know, people connect and they don't they don't disconnect, you know, Um, just the way you bring them into that inner circle and get intentionally get them into a discipleship pathway to where um, they become grounded and then can pour
0: into pour into other people. Yeah. So, so important to make people feel welcome and to let them know that they have a place of ministry and service and value in the life of your of your church community, and just really church family, for sure.
1: Nikki, um, I hadn't planned on asking you this, but my mind's connecting. Do you still have an international church that's meeting at First Baptist
0: Mcchesney? Uh, we have the Karen Baptist Church. They're a people group from Myanmar, and I don't know if a lot of people, if you're not really digging into the news, there's a mm-hmm. lot of really sad uh, and challenging things that the Karen people are, are facing right now. And so there, our hearts are breaking with our brothers and sisters who are here and who have loved ones that um, are really going through a very sad and dangerous and very scary time.
1: I thought, I thought you did. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So ladies, if you're listening um, and you've not, you know, you're maybe a little disconnected from the current news, world news, um, definitely that's a point of prayer that we need to be lifting the people in general up, but especially our brothers and sisters that are there and trying to be salt and light, you know, at this right. time to, to fellow citizens. So, yeah. Nikki, tell us a little bit how you've made the decision to homeschool in the first place with your own kids.
0: Well, I think as as poor seminary students, we thought it would be a, a great way for us to ensure that our children get A good Christian education and an education that would allow us to to walk and to, to disciple our children intentionally through their growing up years. But as we began to progress, we always took it a year at a time. I realized that this child really needed one on one instruction in this subject area, and this child maybe was a little quicker in this subject area. And I saw that with homeschooling, you can really design an education, uh, just customize an education program for your individual child. Mm -hmm. And so as we moved from Arkansas to Missouri to Pennsylvania, and now here in Illinois, it just just made those transitions so much easier Mm -hmm. for us as we continue to homeschool our kids. So initially it was Christian education, and then it morphed into, wow, this kid is struggling with this and I can help them. Mm -hmm. This kid is accelerated in this and we can push and and um, help them excel even more. And it was just a really fun way to customize their education, let them grow as God just gifted and equipped them all differently and uniquely.
1: I love to watch that. And I like what you just said. Um, It made transition smoother. But as you were able to customize it per kid and you said, as you noticed that they might be struggling in this area, I think that is so, in, that's what's intriguing about the homeschooling option to me because I only had two sons. They're both adults, married, wanted to grandkids. But if there's anything I know or what I've learned, and a lot of times painfully learned the lesson, that education doesn't come in one size fits all. Right, right. So we may need that core competency, but there might be a lot of ways to package that and express it to engage that student so that they walk away with the, with the knowledge that you're looking for. That's why I was excited to have you in because, and when I was talking to Pastor Heath this past fall, I was just so impressed because I just, God has connected you, connected you to a new opportunity. And I said, it's like for such a time as this, and it's almost like he choreographed it just for you. And I want to get there in a minute, but before we do, I sense that there are already a lot of parents that are homeschooling. I mean, I I know that I continue to meet more and more women who've made the choice to homeschool. And I don't really understand that homeschool arena, that culture. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of them are doing it individual. I understand a lot of them have like collaboratives or whatever the right name, you know, when they come together. But I know there was already a desire to do that for some of the same reasons that you mentioned, Um, um, more seamless if there were frequent moves, Um, they could control maybe even the schedule of the day, you know, better for that student. They could customize, help them lean in um, if they were struggling in one area. But I've really seen the increase in desire to learn more about it since COVID. Right. Uh, You know, since COVID, are you, does your phone go crazy? People reaching in to say, coach us through this because- um, we've, we've done the remote learning now, and somehow we want to control that schedule a little bit more, and they're thinking about going the homeschooling route or already have made the decision.
0: Yes, I have received a lot of phone calls and communications. In July, Rockford Lutheran Schools reached out to me to help just to kind of come and be a, li- a liaison between remote learners and the school, and so I'm even now talking to families who are enrolled in this local Christian school and they're saying, Hey, I, well, some of them have struggled and they're, and they're like, when can I sign my kid up for five days a week? God bless you, but this isn't for me. And, you know, and that's, that's okay. That's okay. And then I have some families reaching out to me saying, you know what, we've really enjoyed having our children at home and we've enjoyed having that flexibility. Can you help me? And Mm -hmm. so I've just been able to, for one thing in the, in the summer, It was really an opportunity for me to speak the very word of God into many, many people who would call with such fear and such anxiety Mm -hmm. over the virus and not knowing whether or not it was safe for them to send their child to school. And so, like you said, such a time of this with with Mm -hmm. the years of walking with him and serving and ministry and how the Lord equipped me to navigate those conversations with those families. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we're seeing that a lot. We're seeing um, some families who have given homeschooling a try and have have really seen some benefits. Maybe their child was a struggling learner and they see that one-on-one attention that they can provide is helpful. Or maybe their child is, is gifted and accelerated in their learning and they can fly through those books a little quicker. Uh And so families are seeing that. So yeah, I've I've had lots of opportunities to talk to families. And I think that the future of education, we're gonna see a lot more schools being willing to allow families more choices and how to customize their their child's education, Mm -hmm. whether that be doing everything at home or everything at the school or part-time at home and part-time at school.
1: Uh Well, Nikki, go ahead and let that be our segue then when you said the the future of education, we're going to see a lot more schools allowing parents to be able to customize that. Now, you referenced that um, Rockford Lutheran reached out this past July just to say, hey, can you be helped? And But it was then they actually, I mean, you had a relationship with that school already, right? The church. Tell, tell our listeners a little bit
0: about that. So they knew of you and knew who you guys were. Correct. Yeah. When, when we moved here, Tyler had, that's our oldest son. He's always wanted to play football. And I'm like, buddy, as a homeschooler, that's, I mean, you can find traveling basketball teams. You can find traveling baseball teams but football. Once you get out of that elementary age, it's hard. And we said, well, we'll start praying. Let's start praying that if the Lord will allow you this opportunity to f- play football. And so Heath called three different schools and Rockford Lutheran was the one that called us back. And said, yeah, as a junior high student, he can come and participate in our athletic program. So he did. And then through high school, he had to enroll in two courses per year in order to play football for eligibility for the IHSA has all kinds of rules. And so he did that and he made a lot of great friends. He really had great coaches, great teammates, great academic experience at the school. And that was, that was how our relationship with Rockford Lutheran began. And mm-hmm. when they began to see the volume of people, of their families call and wanting to know what kind of option they could have this year during COVID mm-hmm. to re- learn remotely, they said, we do not know anything about this. Who do we know that maybe could help us? And so they began to think about some of their homeschool families who they've partnered with over the years.
1: Well, Nikki, we've got we've got several women that'll be listening, and some of them may be trying to make that decision right now: do I homeschool? Don't I? Or maybe they they're doing it and they're 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 just not feeling very confident in their competence, you know, of mm-hmm. schooling. Are there resources out there? Because I've often wondered this myself. Sometimes you see an ad or you hear something, but I've never really researched it. But are there resources out there that could help somebody that they could do? like 100% online program for their child to where it's, you know, kind of like the remote learning, they just need to get their child connected with it. But maybe the teaching and interaction, the customization of it is coming from somebody on the other side.
0: Yes, there, there are so many different options. I know that I mean, just the, right off the top of my head, I'm totally unprepared to answer this. So That's, this is right off the cuff. I know, you know, there are video and online things for um, Liberty University, K through 12. Bob Jones, Abeka, There is a, a program called Time for Learning that I've heard a lot of homeschoolers talk about over the years. So there are programs that if you want to sign up and pay a subscription or get their online teaching, you can do that. And of course, there's a lot of programs where you can customize and buy this box curriculum, and then you are responsible for the teaching and, and grading. But there are so many options. Available to families who are investigating homeschooling right now.
1: Ladies, if you're listening, let that encourage you that that encourages me. You know, um, I don't have children at at home anymore, but but even watching my grandchildren, you know, and, and it is it's a struggle. School is just a struggle for some of them. But, you know, with COVID and stuff, it's even made it more strenuous. So that's encouraging for me to know that it's not one size fits all. But there's so many resources out there that I could look that I may not be the best at it myself but I can pull in support, you know, just to, to coordinate. So, so that's good. All right. I'm going to give this commercial because again, ladies, this is a perfect example that we don't have to do life by ourselves. You know, it's, it's hard and God doesn't intend that. These are examples how we can connect with each other within the Illinois Baptist women community and just share resources. And many times our resources is, are sharing our stories and our life experiences. And that's Nikki, that's exactly what you're, you know, what you're doing today. So if you're not connected with us women, follow us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. You can find us on Instagram at at Illinois Baptist Women or, you know, find resources on the website at ibsa.org backslash women. Nikki, we're gonna add your contact. We'll tag your church, you know, in the in the episode notes if that's okay with you. Sure. Is is that the best way? If somebody had a question, can they reach out to you and say, hey, will you coach me a little bit? Is is that okay with you? And is the yeah, church- that, would be,
0: that would be a joy. I would really enjoy that. I love talking to families. And I also think this is a great time to just say that I I will cheer for you if you are full-time public, private, homeschooling, whatever. Us moms, us women, we're all in some capacity home educators, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if your child goes to school five days a week, three days a week, two days a week, or if they're home with you 24-7. We all have that role of, of discipling our kids and, and reading to our kids and helping with homework. And we are all on the same team and we are all cheering for one another and loving one another and just... We just trying our best to raise kids who know the Lord and love the Lord and want to follow the Lord all the days of their lives. So yeah, I would love to talk with any of my sisters here in Illinois or anyone else not in Illinois listening to ah, this you go. Uh, about yeah. my experience with, with homeschooling. And yeah, you do not do it alone. Find a community, find a group that will help you through.
1: That is super, friend. I appreciate that. Ladies, if you're listening to the podcast, I would ask you if you have some current experience where you're doing something similar to this um, with with a public school, primarily a public school in your area or a private school, if you would just email me and let me know, because I would love to just know that so that, and Nikki, I'd love to connect that back with you just so we could maybe look into that a little bit, because I really think this is probably one very practical way that we can support each other across the state at, at what I think is just a pressure point for a lot of women right now. They, you know, they feel like their kid has fallen behind. They feel guilty, especially over the last year with COVID. They're seeing their kid behind making, maybe academically and, and, and they love their school system, but something's just not enough and they're wondering how do I pick up the pace or how do I keep up or wondering how long this is, you know, this is gonna last. Right. And
0: this just is- remember it. Remember that kids are resilient and there are going to be a lot of educational gaps this year. And just remember, we're all on the same page. Mm-hmm. And I would just encourage parents to not pick up any guilt that we're all just doing the best we can one day at a time. Just keep loving your kids, pointing them to Jesus, helping them with their homework. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a nationwide crisis that we're, we're mm-hmm. facing right now. But God is good. God is. We have the God who sees and the God who knows. It did not take mm-hmm. him by surprise.
1: Amen. Amen. Friends, you have just been so encouraging, so encouraging. And I am excited. Um, Nikki, let me ask you this. What if somebody's um, intrigued by what they've heard and they want to check into this, um, a homeschooling option for their child or maybe to customize um, something for their child? What might be a good first step
0: for them? I would say look around the the community that God has placed you in and see someone who is and find someone who is doing something that you think might work for for your family and just talk to them about it. I think that's the best way. Just find somebody that you know in the life of your community and reach out to them. And then of course, if there's nobody in your community, I'm sure Carmen's gonna share my information. I would I would talk with you. Zoom with you anytime. And there's, I mean, there's so many resources online as well. You would be overwhelmed by doing a Google search. How do I get started with homeschooling? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know what, the, that, um, as, as I've met with different ones over the last year or so, you just described who we say we are as Illinois Baptist women, the community. Somebody told me, you're, they said, you know, Carmen, you're not our only stop, but you're the good first stop. And what they meant by that is we're going to come first. And if you guys don't have a resource or can point us, then we'll go outside and look. But it saves us so much time to check there, you know. And then, um, and that builds on what you just said. We can connect you to people. I would ask you to lean in and listen to what Nikki just said. And you know, you might just go out on social media or ask a neighbor. Who are some of those homeschooling networks in your community? Because there's people doing it, and and not everybody's brand new to it. But I would also caution you this: when you when you meet somebody that is. listen to them and ask questions, but don't think that's the only way to do it because God may be positioning you to bring some life back into your community. And Nikki, I'm seeing evangelistic outreach opportunities in communities just as people, if there's already moms out there, and and I I could list probably half a dozen that I know are homeschooling and, and also have been resources for people What an opportunity that you're not going against your public school systems, especially our small communities, but you're being an advocate and you can take what Nikki's saying and meet those families where they're at to speak into them, but also to be able to bridge some of those relationships between the families and the schools. Yes. That's huge. That's huge. Okay, ladies, again, I hope you're encouraged. And remember, we're not intended to do this alone. So if you're not connected, connect. If you've heard something today and you know somebody that's trying to um, navigate, what does it look like to customize this education or meet their child where they're at? Or can I just be real? They're just struggling trying to keep up with as my kid remote this week and in next week and trying to work. God is giving us opportunities to meet, especially women, men too, but especially women where they're at. And I'm going to tell you, when you're a mama and you've got these babies or like me, you're a grandparent and you're watching the grand, you know, your children and your grandchildren go through these scheduling dilemmas. I've got two on quarantine now, you know, that just had exposures from teachers. Well, it shuts them down. You know, it's like a start, stop, start, stop. And I know everybody's doing okay, but sometimes a parent can only start, stop so many times. And Nikki, it personally, not my family, but personally, I've seen that's where a lot of people have resulted saying, we're just, we're gonna stick to a remote route or we're gonna look at a homeschool route because they can control that schedule a little bit more too. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And I think that in this season, a lot of us are dealing with struggling with all the unknowns and struggling with all the things that we can't control. So if we can find something that we can't control, it does. And we were, when you remove the unknowns in your life, Mm -hmm. the anxiety decreases. So if we can find ways to, um, to do that in our families, healthier minds for sure.
1: That is so good. And I'm just thinking, you know, the best I can through the lens of one of the students, too, one of the children. And I would think, man, how encouraging, you know, to build, just to build their self-esteem and, you know, to just the affirmation that they would get and to know that um, it's not like a punishment. You know, you don't do this and you miss out on this. There are ways they can participate in other things. And what you said earlier, be creative. When you told um, Tyler, well, buddy, these will be easier. But you told him what? We'll pray about it. And then you all took action. You know, Pastor reached out, I think you said to like three different people and rockford lutheran is the one that responded and as i said here now talking to you i'm even more amazed that only god would choreograph what he's choreographed for you friends so i'm excited for you and excited for the people of rockford and and the school um, and this position that they've they've positioned you in to be able to pour out to other people so so thanks for being
0: with us today and thanks for sharing and thanks for being a resource to others in the community my pleasure. Thanks for asking. And we're all just keep walking with Jesus and trusting him with with our families, right?
1: Amen. Amen. amen.
0: And Tyler that we're talking about
1: is the one that this mama you you just got in, in boot camp right now. Is that correct? Yes.
0: Yes. So I hear no news is good news. So that's what, oh. the, that's what I'm clinging to. <laughs> there
1: you go. Thank goodness for those networks, right? Nikki of other mothers that can say, Hey, here's what to expect. So that's
0: exactly right. <laughs>
1: got it. There's always somebody friends. That's a few steps ahead of us, you know, and that's the right. beauty of the church with the big C. God's always mm-hmm. letting us work together. So that's good. Nikki, thank you so much. Um, and ladies, again, we'll have her contact information, in the episode notes. Um, be sure to connect if you have questions and, and I may do a little conversation with Nikki after to see if we can maybe get a breakout on this topic for priority because I do think it's a hot topic that a lot of our women would be would be interested in. So, so I want to personally thank you guys for joining us today. And I'm going to ask you to meet me back here next week on the Priority Now podcast.
0: You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org women.